welcome to Secrets from the Crime Lab, an educational podcast where we discuss forensic science and related scientific fields and topics. I'm your host, Angela Swartz, and I've been a scientist working in laboratories for the last 22 years, 19 of which have been in forensic laboratories. I'm excited to share with you the knowledge and expertise I've gained over that time and bring the reality of science to you to demystify what happens behind the closed doors of the laboratory and bring you not only some practical information, but also the truth of how the science works and sometimes how it doesn't work. Greetings all and welcome to our little teaser episode of Secrets from the Crime Lab. I'm your host, Angela Swartz, and thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to give us a listen. Have you ever watched CSI or maybe every single episode of CSI and absolutely all of the spinoffs? Maybe you were really into the naughtiness behind Breaking Bad, couldn't get enough and were really upset when that series ended. Well, how about Dexter? Bloodstains, spatter all over the place. Personally, for me, I couldn't watch Dexter. The, I watched part of the first episodes, like, this blood spatter's all wrong, and I just couldn't do it. CSI, kind of the same thing. They're, they're interesting, they're fun entertainment, but there's not much truth in them, or not necessarily that they don't have advisors that are giving, advising them, but the dramatization of forensic science in television is not really reflective of how it actually works. So, you know, if you're thinking of going into forensic science after having really loved one of these programs, well, I think you should probably do some more research before you make that decision. Because forensic science is really stinky, it's often gross, and everyone underestimates the actual amount of paperwork that's involved in it. So my goal with this podcast is to share with you the reality of what goes on inside the crime laboratory. I'm going to pull back the curtain and let you see what exactly is forensic DNA, forensic genetics, bloodstain pattern analysis, what can it do, what are the limitations of it, what does that report mean that they get and they, they read it out in the courtroom and no one understands it, but then they go and convict somebody based on evidence that really wasn't sufficient to get a conviction on it, right? So we're going to talk to other scientists in other fields as well. So we can talk to people about cognitive bias in forensic science and how we can safeguard against that. We're going to talk to forensic chemists. We're going to talk about toxicology results, urine drug screens, blood alcohol testing, drugs analysis as well. So how what, what do they do with these large drug seizures? How do we test? How do they confirm what the drug actually is? And then, of course, what do all these results mean? How do you understand what they're saying? So we're going to talk about the reality of you know, what the work is that the scientists actually do. And then we're also going to help give you some tools so that you know if you're a legal professional or a law enforcement professional, that you'll actually have better tools to understand the results that the laboratory are giving you. And then, of course, you never know, you might end up being a defendant in a criminal case uh, at some point in time in your life. And it's also good to just have this information in your back pocket. So whether you're an enthusiast or a professional, please take the time to subscribe 
and give us a listen. Um, We're going to upload probably on a weekly basis. We're going to have episodes that highlight particular topics of interest, and we'll have a series where we start with the basics, and we're going to build up the knowledge and information and give you some practical information that you can use. So I do hope that you'll join me on this journey, and thank you, and have a good day.